Tonight, I want to talk a little bit about depression or sadness, sorrow. There's a few people in the Bible, King David, Job, Moses, to name a few, who suffered depression or sorrow or sadness feelings if they weren't doing something right, feelings though may they may have disappointed God. King David had a history of despair. Moses just wanted to die at one point because of guilt, of many different emotions. And Job, come on, he lost his whole family. There was a time that he went through some sadness and sorrow. But he never gave up on God, and he never gave up faith, and he was rewarded. King David never lost it, and he was rewarded. You know, and Moses, of course, we know the whole story of that. I don't have to go through that. But in today's world, as a man, things are stopping you from being a better man. And it's not the Bible that does that. It's the world of which you live in today that has caused these problems. All of the things that have been laid in your path as stumbling blocks. It is easier now to be depressed than ever before. They give all types of reasons to the secular world for depression. Social media is a cause. Unemployment's a cause. You know, it used to be an imbalance, a medical imbalance. There was an issue there, but that they don't say that much anymore. Now it's all these outside things, things that were created by man, things that were created by, you know, government structures, greed. And sometimes that in itself can lead people into depression. I'm always fascinated how people can absolutely just let go. I guess I had a healthy amount of fear to not get into drugs too deep because I saw too much. Alcohol, I know, that was a tough one for me. But I felt drugs was worse. But then I drank too much. Then I fornicated too much. And all these addictions laid there. Pornography. And that led to hiding things in my life. Being arrested multiple times as a younger man. Then I was always running. Always looking behind me. People say, I like living this life. I love the danger. You do? Do you really? I think it's a sad way to live. And it's fun for a while, isn't it? Oh, I made my money here, made my money there. You get older. 
and you find yourself in a situation and you're like, man, where did my life go? What happened? I thought I could handle it all. Well, you can't. Unless you had someone to rely on. And it's always not your brother or your sister or your mother or your father except for one father and he's in heaven. If you turn to your King James Bible to Proverbs chapter 18 verse 14. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity but a wounded spirit who can bear? What kind of spirit do you have? The Holy Spirit can and will comfort you. But a wounded spirit from and of this world, without the help of the Lord, will not heal completely. You may feel as if you make progress, but then you're set back again. The old saying, what is it, uh, two steps forward, I'm sorry, one step forward and two steps back? That's because you're relying on man, society, prescriptions. And every time they will ultimately fail. But the Lord thy God will not. And understand that God has not turned his back on you. You have turned your back on him. Let's turn to Philippians chapter, oh, where did I put my Bible? And I forgot my Bible upstairs. I believe I did. The Bible I was using. I will have to use another Bible now. This is live. This is not pre-recorded. So you didn't see this coming, did you? So Philippians chapter 14, I'm sorry, chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. I'm going to struggle with this for a little bit because I'm just wondering what I did with that Bible. But who do you turn to? Who will absolutely be there no matter what there'll be friends who will say that they're gonna be there for a little bit and they probably will but there's gonna be a time where they have their own issues their own problems their own things that they have to fight through that they need someone but they can't rely on you not because you don't want to be there but you're dealing with what you're dealing with so now what well just like you they need God it really is that simple. So Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned, and received, and heard, and seen in me, do, 
and the God of then the God of peace shall be with you. A pure and righteous life without without partaking in the sins of the world, praying continuously. There's choices. There are choices that you make. Nobody forces you to make those choices. Those decisions are yours that you make. So let your choices, let your decisions, let them be pure. Because if they are not, the consequences can be high. And some will say, well, I've made too many choices. I've made too many decisions that were unpure or impure. And how do I go or where do I go from here? Again, I'm going to say the same thing as I always do. The Lord thy God will not abandon you. At no point in time can you not be saved. There will come a time. But this is the moment when you're struggling, when you're in a shelter, when you're on a park bench, when you're in a car, when you're in a truck, when you're in a hotel that is made for homeless people, when you're in an alleyway or in a doorway. When you're sleeping on somebody's couch. Well, I'm accustomed to this now because I've already gone too far. Have you? Right now, you have not gone too far. One day, you will. But make that pure decision now before... The last choice you make, the last decision you make, is the worst decision you could possibly make. Turn your Bible to Psalms 147, chapter 147, verse 3. Well, I'm flipping through just like you. Psalms 147, verse 3. We're always either telling ourselves or someone's telling you that you're not worth it. And what are you going to do? Go to therapy. Go to this. Go to that. See a psychiatrist. Or you can go to God. Psalms chapter 147 verse 3. Put not, I apologize, reading the wrong verse. <clears throat> he healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. If God can help King David, are you telling me he can't help you? He can help you. All those who truly seek can come into the kingdom. All have the choice to do so. Unfortunately, few will make the right one. It's sad to think that. Because they've been convinced. 
Well, everybody's left me. Everybody's abandoned me. Well, forget about everybody because they're not the ones who are going to be waiting for you in eternity. John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And we can see clearly here. What does it tell you? Peace. Does the world offer? I mean, not just the short term, because they, they, they can offer that short term, but the long term. In all your troubles, some will come, and as they say, some will go. They come and go. But one remains. All you have to do is come to him. Because in Matthew 11, 29, 30, we'll get there. The world cannot, and at times will not, do this. It's a hard reality to face sometimes. It really is. People just assume, oh, my friends, man, my buddy, he's been there. My bro's got my back. Yeah, he's got your way back. If you're I'm dating myself with that terminology... Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Why would not anyone want this? Leave behind all those promises of the world. They're empty. They're empty. Like the ones who are offering you, they are empty. They have no power. But God does. He has the power. And no, not the power of Grayskull. If anybody's thinking of He-Man. Which, uh, that was a, uh, yikes, that was a debacle in itself. A lot of, uh, underlying tones there. I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about on that one. You know, well, I have anxiety. I have high blood pressure. I have this. I have that. You've made up every reason in the world why you have these things. So apparently you just don't trust God. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I believe there's a God. It doesn't always sound like it. You're making up excuses. Numbers chapter 11, verse 14. I am not able to bear all this people alone. Because it is too heavy for me. We're talking Moses now. And if thou deal thus with me, kill me. I pray thee out of hand. If I have found favor in thy sight. And let me not see my wretchedness. It's a little bit of wine in there. He's just giving up. He's like, I, 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 just, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Even Moses. A great man. God can help a great man like Moses. You don't think he can help you? 
You are not insignificant. And the Lord said unto Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people, and officers over them, and bring them unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. He came up with a solution. See, even Moses struggled. The weight was so heavy. Just take him. Just take him now. He was lamenting. His calling out. But he pleaded to God. But here's the thing. He did not run away. He did not run away from the problem. He wanted it out. But he still was calling out for God. He wanted the out, but he didn't really want the out. He didn't know what to do. But he knew God had the answer. And God helped him. Guided him. Can he not do the same for you? You are not so lowly that he can't. You are, you are not that insignificant. I've said it before. You are not that insignificant. People say, well, who are you? Who are you? Are you kidding me? A child of God. 1 Peter chapter 4. Verse 1. I think we're going to go right down to verse 4. For as much then as Christ had suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that had suffered in the flesh hath seized from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot speaking evil of you. The time will come when it is too late, but that time is not yet here. But it stalks us. Turn from your ways, their ways, and to God. The evils of the world will possess you the longer you deny God. Your days do not have to be filled with running, both physically and spiritually. I mentioned Matthew 11 earlier, chapter 27. I don't think... Uh, Verse 27. I don't think I said the verse, but Matthew chapter 11. So turn there in the King James Bible, please. Matthew, it's just not. The decisions are easy to make. It's, it's, it, the time is now. All things are delivered unto me of my Father. And no man knoweth the Son but the Father, neither knoweth any man the Father save the Son. And he to whomsoever the Son will reveal him, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for 
I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You see, we're worried about our own. Well, I can handle this. No, you can't. If you could handle it, you wouldn't be where you are now. I don't care how tough you think you are. You are in a place right now in your lives that you're broken. And you cannot admit that you're broken. And that's pride. Pride will not only kill you spiritually, but it can kill you physically. Don't let that be you. You don't have to let it be you. Don't let the devil take life away from you. Either now or your eternal one. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. No works, no rituals, no direction to pray. No time of day. Any time of day. Again, we're often convinced that there's some secret. There's a secret handshake or there's a secret salute. There's not. But there has to be. Well, there isn't. Well, he wouldn't save me. I got to do something. I, I mean, I got to stand next to something. And, and no, you really don't. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Not a confessional booth. Verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's not hard to be saved. It really isn't. The difficulty is, are you willing to let go of who you were? Are you willing to let go of the old which has not worked out so far and become new? Some will say, I have this and I have that. Well, if you clicked on this video today, dealing with depression, you don't. And I don't say that in a mocking tone. And I don't say that to be mean-spirited. What are you holding on to? What have you lost that you need to try to gain a hold of? It's gone. You can keep on looking behind you, or you can keep on looking forward. What is in the past is there. You can't go back in time. This is not back to the future. You are not going to get into some sort of DeLorean and go back in time. Whatever mistakes you made, they've been made. You cannot undo them, but you can be forgiven.
move forward do not stay in the dark look for the light and don't tell me you can't find it because it's there if you look hard enough if you truly want it but you gotta truly want it but I do and I still can't find it don't get lost in some of these church buildings who will pray on people like you. Not P-R-A-Y, P-R-E-Y. There are people, there are some great people out there. You have people like the KJV Fellowship. You have places like uh, the Gospel Hour um, with Stephen Scotty. You got Grafted Branch Ministries. Um, you've got um, uh, the Born Again Barbarian. You've got many places that you can go watch something on YouTube or Rumble. I know what you're saying, but I want physical to contact. I get that. Take the first step forward. Because once you start walking, you'll start running. Psalm 147, verse 3. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Let him heal you. Let him heal you. To whoever is listening, if you're already saved, thank you for listening. And those who are not, this is the time. God bless.